I'm Bio, and you're now listening to What a Joke. Please take note that continued listening may result in one or more of the following involuntary and unrestrained laughter, learning new things, enjoyment, being offended, and falling in love. And most importantly, always remember don't take everything you hear on here too seriously. Are you Nigerian? If you are, chances are you have heard about Yahoo Yahoo. You may even be related to one. You may even be one yourself. Turn to the person to your left and to your right and ask, Am I a Yahoo boy? Statistics show that one in every 15 young adults in Nigeria is into fraudulent activity. Of course, this is a statistic that is absolutely made up by me. What people abroad would like to believe is true. And why is this? Because however many or few Yahoo boys there actually are, the amount of damage they've caused over the past several decades has been immense. Even leading up to the most recent public international export, give it up for Mr. Hush Puppy. It's not like, wow, in support of what he did. So just, yeah. If you noticed, you probably didn't, I said past several decades, because as it would turn out, this stuff is older than the internet. The decade is the 1980s. Beset by flailing oil prices, crude oil being Nigeria's primary source of income, the Shehu Shagari administration oversaw a period of economic decline that caused a spike in unemployment rates and a billowing poverty problem that kick-started the postal fraud era. Perpetrators promised their marks, mostly British, American, for ease of conversation, percentages of illicit riches from corrupt governmental institutions they were trying to transfer out of Nigeria in return for help in providing sensitive financial details. Typically, the perpetrators required a foreign bank account to receive the wealth abroad and, crucially, an advance fee to sort out domestic issues. Fast forward to the 90s as cyber cafes emerged in Nigeria and provided more access to email and, in turn, new avenues for communication. Veterans of the postal fraud era sensed an opportunity opening for a larger market to direct their scams. And together with newer, younger perpetrators seduced by the promise of quick wealth from email scams, they finessed and upgraded their old Spanish prisoner trick. In Nigeria, these online fraudsters soon came to be known as Yahoo Boys, so named after their major tool of operation, Yahoo Mail. Now, Yahoo launched in 1996 and it's been recorded that Mudiaga Ogeneife is the first man to do Yahoo Yahoo and his victim, Justina Botswater. Before long, Nigerians were no longer the sole perpetrator of these frauds. Citizens of neighboring country, Ghana, were also actively involved with culprits referred to as Sakawa Boys. <laughs> Sakawa boys. <laughs> I can see what anybody was talking about them. Messages also appear that sought to free illicit funds tied in corrupt Zimbabwean companies with the aid of benevolent foreign parties. But 
people only remember Nigerian princes. Hello, I'm a Nigerian prince and I would like to bring my vast wealth that for some reason I can't access to your country, but my visa has been declined. Could you be so kind as to help me with some funds and when I come over I shall share my wealth with you? It's quite possible that one in like a thousand of these is actually legit, but... The success of these criminal operations inspired equal remonstration in the nations of their victims. And before long, the image of Nigeria globally was connected to email frauds, popularized as 419 in honor of the section of the Nigerian Criminal Code pertaining acquisition of property by false pretenses. And that, my friends, is the origin of the term 419. You probably didn't know that. The piece I just read is part of a long and very interesting article posted by The Republic. Link is going to be in the description. They even talked about Naramali. Over the years, Yahoo Yahoo has become a lot less scrutinized by Nigerians and has even been justified in popular culture. Because to be honest, a lot of people feel like Yahoo Yahoo is more like taking back what's been stolen like this real Robin Hood mentality, but not necessarily giving to the poor. You know, politicians embezzle, citizens, Yahoo. And if you've been a victim of Yahoo Yahoo, you definitely won't find out something to joke about. This is where I bring up Project Fox Hunt 2. And no, it is not another Netflix blockbuster, because a lot of those have been going around. If you don't already know, it's the name of the operation that the Dubai police undertook to arrest Hush Puppy and the gang. And it comes attached with this like really cool four-minute video. It's really mad. It looks like a trailer, legit, if you didn't know what was going on. Did I understand a single word said? No, it was in Arabic. Did I find it epic though? Yes. Because in movies, when you're recognized by Interpol and the FBI as a criminal, it means you've blown. Whether you like the exposure or not. So, all seriousness aside, these guys really tried like, to get up there. But his crimes affected almost 2 million victims. 2 million! COVID hasn't even killed that many people. Ah. Now, please listen to this. Couldn't wait to make some legendary posts on the gram. One such post said, Started out my day having sushi down at Nobu in Monte Carlo, Monaco, then decided to book a helicopter to have facials at the Christian Dior Spa in Paris, then ended my day having champagne and Gucci. Then he proceeded to tell So this posts. is apparently a video about how they nabbed Hush Puppy. This is not Project Fox One Two's main video. But then, started out my day having sushi down at Nobu in Monte Carlo, Monaco. I mean, okay, yeah, rich people can do that. Somebody went and got gelato not too long ago. Then decided to book a helicopter to have facials at the Christian Dior Spa Spa, spa in Paris. Paris. Then ended my day having champagne in Gucci. Ha! I mean, for a long time, a lot of people knew that he was obviously yahoo yahoo, but nobody wanted to say it. But the fact that this guy was really still openly flaunting it for so long. Ah, nah, man, he didn't try. And he proceeded to tag posts with hashtag all mine and stand with a number of Bentleys, Mercedes, Ferraris, and Rolls Royces. Listening to the brands alone, 
anybody posing in front of one is a big boy. Posing in front of all of these. I mean, the only other people I've seen it seem to stuff like that. Ronaldo, Mayweather, and well, we can all see where they got the money from and they like to brag. But this is just a bit over the top. Just, just a bit for a real estate agent as his IG profile states. But right there for all to see was some very key information. He had his email and phone number saved to his Instagram. Now, this is very important. What kind of idiot uses the same email he uses to scam people and puts it on his IG. Like, are you trying to recruit or what? Oh, um, for any further contact or if you had any issues with the scam I put on you, please contact me at so 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 at gmail.com or at yahoo.com. And when our boys here at the Bureau did a little digging, we were able to link it to financial transactions and transfers known to be associated with co-conspirators. To quote our affidavit, the email account also contained emails with attachments relating to wire transfers in large dollar values. Well, one post had a picture of his birthday cake, and it had a Fendi logo on top. Our investigators were able to verify his date of birth from a previous U.S. visa application. We had all we needed. Mumu, big Mumu, but this is where it gets really interesting. July 2nd, 2020, we made our move. Our buddies at the United Arab Emirates went straight to his Dubai apartment and... That's Project Fox on 2, by the way. That's when it happened. And instantly captured Mr. Ramon Hushpuppy Abbas. From Dubai, they sent him to us. And now our agents have him secured away at the Metropolitan Correction Center in Chicago. After his arrest, we seized his assets. Almost $41 million in cash. $41 million in cash. That's jazz. No, even jazz can't get you. I'm done. I'm done. As well as 13 top-of-the-line luxury vehicles that came to a total worth of $6.8 million were now in the hands of the FBI. Sorry, Ramon. You didn't earn it legally. The next step for Hush Puppy? Well, this cyber criminal will be transferred to Los Angeles. And if he is convicted, he should be put away for a very, very long time. Money laundering is a serious offense. And when it's in the millions of dollars, it's even more serious. Hush Puppy could face a maximum of 20 years in prison. And let's not forget, all those lavish luxury cars and pristine Gucci outfits? Yeah, they're gone. So, that's that story. And after he got arrested and was supposed to be on trial, there was even like this rumor where he disappeared in the middle of court. Like Juju. To be honest, I doubt it's true, but I really wouldn't put it past him. In the end... It makes our public image even worse, making life harder for anybody with a Nigerian heritage in the international community. It's already so bad that TV shows joke about it without any backlash. In Blackish, they said Joey was probably being scanned by a Nigerian prince named Emeka, I think it was Emeka, who was pretending to be his online girlfriend. In Rick and Morty, the Nigerians, Zigerians, yeah. I mean, maybe they tried flipping the N on its side, Z. They tried to scam Rick, that in itself was a dumb idea, out of space travel secrets, I think. But they really, really went for the wrong target. I mean, you can't scam a scammer unless you're a scammer scammer. 
Think about it. <sighs> when you think about Italians, you think mafia or spaghetti. You think about Japanese, you think about anime or the Yakuza. The Irish, they have gangsters and leprechauns. And Nigerians, we have Yahoo Good day. That's it for this episode. Thank you for listening to the end. If you liked it or not, please share with your friends, family, enemies, and total strangers in any way you can. Help share the humor. It would also mean a lot if you could subscribe to this show on the official Jamit platform. And I'd love to respond to your comments on the official Jamit Twitter page at Jamit FM under the post for this episode. Tune in next Monday for another episode because really, you can't make this stuff up.